0: hello the message you're about to listen to is a recording from god's favorite house canada we pray that as you listen god's light will flood your heart and transform you forever amen hallelujah praise the lord god is faithful you know the topic of our message today is channels. Channels. And um, thank God for the testimonies of today. You know, God is doing something. And it's not for us alone. I guess that's why God wants us to teach this today. He has seen it in advance. Um, does anyone know what a channel is? Can you just explain it in your words? Channel. What's the channel? Eh? Medium. Whose phone is that? Okay, CMM. God will help you. CMM channel. (laughs) Hallelujah. Okay, so anyone? Channel. Any other word? Channel. (laughs) You said? Passage. God bless you. God bless you. You know, I, I tried to look at the meaning of channel and what I saw was a passageway, a means of access for a thing, a communication or an idea. Think of a channel as a sort of tunnel or a funnel that moves something directly through. Now, of a person, the definition of a channel is someone that serves as a medium for a spirit. Someone that serves as a medium for a spirit. Hallelujah. Now, before I go into the teaching of today, I'm going to tell you two dreams that I had. And, you know, I had the first one about three weeks ago, and I kept trying to find out what the meaning of the dream was. But just, I think, a few days back, the Spirit of God explained it to me. Then I had a dream two days ago, and the Spirit of the Lord explained it to me. I will explain, explain the dreams, and then... or well, I will tell you the dreams, then we'll move on in the teaching. The first one, I saw three people standing, and I saw three other people on a bed, like they were lying down. They needed treatment. They were lying down, they were sick on a bed, right? Now, the doctors came in, and I was just I was standing like in third person, I was just watching what was happening. A doctor came in, they had the cure to the sicknesses in like injections. And something was amazing, something that they did amazed me. The doctors injected the guys that were all right, that were standing. Are you getting me? The guys that were standing and were fine, three of them. The doctor injected them. I think it was a, a guy, ladies. I can't even remember the, the gender, but three people. The doctors injected them. And guess what they now The doctors now took their blood and injected it in the other people that were sick. And the people rose up. Do you get that? Three sick people lying down on the bed. doctor comes in. You could have, he could have easily injected the sick people. But he injected the people that were all right, that were standing. Then he took their blood and injected the sick people and those ones rose up. And I was like, God, what are you saying? And God told me that he's raising us as channels. The healing of people, of a lot of people is in your hands. The breakthrough of a lot of people is going to be in your hands. God is saying he's going to channel it through you to them. Because I struggled out like, God, why did they not just inject the guy straight away? And God gave me so many reasons why they couldn't have done it directly. I won't go down. I mean, that's another teaching entirely. But the important thing to note is that God wants to use you to touch lives. And it's going to begin to channel things. This is a new chapter they were are going into as a church, as a people. It's going to begin to channel things through you to people. And I pray God will give us the grace to be effective channels. In the name of Jesus. What was the second dream? If I go into that dream, who is the oldest male in this church? Oldest male in the church? Ah, is the male. <laughs> <laughs> With the oldest male? I think it's okay. Thank you so much. It's not me. I have some big brothers in the house. <laughs> okay. That exp- I wanted to clarify before I explain the dream to you. The second dream I had two days ago, I was standing in third person and I saw a man driving a truck and, I, don't, I you know, God is God that we say. The way when he wants to explain things to you, that's, I'm like, you have to, I have to put some more drama in this. Dream. I mean, it's very funny. So, I saw some old guy driving a truck. Like, was, the truck was parked like, in a garage. And the guy was just looking very tired and all. So, he started like, revving the truck a lot. And you know, carbon monoxide, whatever it is, a lot of smoke came, went into the truck, and the guy died. died the way that he died, died and fell out of the truck. So, it was on the floor. And you know, what everybody said at that time, one of us, I, I mean, I was in third person, you know, what everybody was saying was, ah, this guy, why did you raise the truck? You died legitimately. I, 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 you will get it later. On. like you died legitimately, like it's not like Mr. Mis- died. And then I saw Mr. Austin. I mean I was standing there, and I saw him kneeling down, holding the person. And the person rose up. Now listen, the person was rose up from the dead. but not, did he only rise up? He became younger. fresh life. And God, I said, God, what is the meaning? What are you saying? And he said, he used him to represent. I don't know. That's how to, that was the old days. I was trying to understand that. Why use him? You know, I was trying to understand. Why? And God said, it's, it's for everybody here. You are going to be a channel of healing to lives. You are going to be a channel of restoration to life. Listen, there are people around you that have lost hope. There are people around you that have treading the wrong path. God is going to use you to bring them back and they will get a fresh life. I pray God will help us in the name of Jesus. In a lot of times we wonder, can I be a channel of God? Can God really use me? Let's go into this teaching and quickly we'll be very fast and God will help us. The Bible says in the book of Mark chapter 16, 15 to 18, I want us to read together on the screen. Let's all read together. Mark 16, 15 to 18. 1, two, 3, go. Watch the screen. And he said to them, as you go into the, all the world, preach openly the wonderful news of the gospel to the entire human race. Next one. Whoever believes the good news and is baptized will be saved. Hold on. How many of us believe the good news? And are baptized. Hallelujah. Whoever believes the good news and is baptized will be saved. Let's go on. And whoever does not believe the good news will be condemned. Move on. And these miracle signs will accompany those who believe. Hold on. Let's define those who believe. Did he say these miracle signs will accompany bishops? Did he say we accompany pastors? Did he say we accompany senior workers in the church? Did they say ministers? What does it say? Accompany those who believe. Let's go on. They will drive out demons in the power of my name. They will speak in tongues. Go on. They will be supernaturally protected from snakes and from drinking anything poisonous. And they will lay hands on the sick and heal them. Channels. Channels. Say to yourself, I am a channel of God's power. Hallelujah. Quickly, we are going to just be talking about how to be an effective channel. That's what God wants us to talk about today. How can I be an effective channel? The first thing is you have to constantly be in tune with God. We are going to be looking at, I think, just six things very quickly. You have to be in tune with God. You know, the Bible says in the book of John fifteen four, it says, so you must remain in life union with me. For I remain in life union with you. For as a branch severed from the vine will not bear fruit. So your life will be fruitless unless you live your life intimately joined to mine. My brothers and my sisters, I beg you in the name of Jesus, stay connected to God. You know, for anyone that I've ever mentored, anyone that I've ever counseled, what do I always tell you? I tell you that the higher God takes you, the closer you move to God. Listen to me. Success, money, job, Outside, good things of life if you are not careful if you are not careful can drag you g- gently they can drag you away what happens you become busy God becomes secondary you forget where you came from <laughs> as God takes you higher go closer to God I've seen believers that I, I know people you know you you, you mentor people I see believers that when they were trusting God, when they were still in their valley, they are the first to get to church. When they were still in their valley, they are the first to commit to things. Then God takes them from the valley and places them on the mountain, and everything changes. I beg you, in the name of Jesus, I see people that pray. They have their prayer time. They do all the things they need to do. You know, they have a wonderful relationship with God. But when it seems like everything is being figured out, that's the end. That cannot be us. See, as long as you want to sustain greatness, as long as you want to keep enjoying God's lifting, as long as you want to enjoy a fresh relationship with God, you need to stay in tune with God. It says a branch that is severed from the vine with what? With what will be fruitless. It will not be fruitless in the name of Jesus. And verse 15, uh, that same John chapter 15 verse 7 says, But if you live in life, you know, with me, and if my words live powerfully within you, then you can ask whatever you desire and it will be done. How many of us have encountered people that will just tell you, God bless you. And there's a change in your life in, instantly. How many of you have encountered people that it seems like anything they pray, God answers. This is the secret. This is the secret. This is the secret. Life union. Stay connected. Do you know what happens when you stay connected? You become friends. You become intimate with God. That's thing with the... I don't know how many of us followed. It was it devotional... Not devotional. The message for the week. You know, the word for the week. It was about being a friend of God. It was about being... A, do you know what it means to be a friend of God? Intimacy. Intimacy. You are God's friend. Like Abraham. You begin to operate the level Abraham was operating... I beg you in the name of Jesus, as God uses us as channels, we need to stay close to him. I pray God will help us in the name of Jesus. The second one is you need to be obedient to his voice. Listen, working with God and being a channel requires clear obedience. There are situations that will make you, can make you scared. You have a friend that tells you, oh, I have this sickness, this, this, that tells you a lot of it. How many of us think that the first thing we should do is first pray? You think that, right? God bless you. That has to be our... I mean, let it be your nature. Let it be your nature. I remember growing up, my mom, any small thing, you go and tell her mom, I have a headache, let us pray in Jesus' name. Everything is prayer. Let that be our default nature. If I says, so oh, I'm going through this challenge, let us pray. Now, a lot of us, we ask, that pastor, how will I know when God is talking to me? How many of us still have that challenge, that we don't know when God talks to us? We still have the challenge. Okay, don't worry. I pray God to make it clear for you in Jesus' name. You need to join NCR class. Have you done? Pastor Okpe, please, for as many people, just help me engage. Her. We are going to teach you by the grace of God. We are going to just guide you. God already talks to you. You don't know. God already talks to you. But we are just going to guide you to realize how God is talking to you. Hallelujah. God speaks to us. You know, the Bible says in the book of John chapter 10, verse 27, it says, the sheep that are my own, hear my voice and listen to me. I know them and they follow me. I'm going to show us a clip very briefly. CMM, I mean, help me get that clip ready. I'm going to show us a clip of a shepherd calling the sheep. Have you ever, do you know what it means for a sheep to listen to the shepherd? Let's watch it and you know, I pray God will help us to understand the concept of the sheep hearing the voice of the shepherd. Thank you. Let me set it up for you for a minute. You're going to see four people out trying to get the attention of a flock of sheep. Three of them are strangers. The last one is their master, the farmer. Watch this, and then I'll be right back. One more time. <laughs> oh, dear. tik 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 sheep hear my voice God is so intentional with the illustrations that he gives do you get the revelation there when you know God you know his voice and what's not his voice when you know his voice you know what to do you know where to go so I'm going to say it again so much of your Christian life is empowered by hearing God's voice Hallelujah! hallelujah how many of us had our eyes opened by that illustration. My sheep hear my voice. And they listen. May God help us in the name of Jesus. In order to be effective channels, we need to know the voice of God and be able to listen to him. And I pray God will help us. You know one thing that happens when you know the voice of God is you don't doubt it. And, and you need to start. even You know, for some of us, we, we are confused. We are like, is this the voice of God? You need to start taking the steps God wants you to take. God will help us in the name of Jesus. The third one is be compassionate. In order to be a channel, you need to be compassionate. You need to be compassionate. You know, what God wants to do in our lives is, God wants to lift people up. God wants to actually bless people. God wants to empower people spiritually, financially, in so many ways. And the reason why he's doing it is so that others can be blessed through you. When I say compassionate... God opens you eyes to see something. Please help other people. You know, I, I, I was sharing with a couple some time ago, and what they told me, I mean, you guys, you don't know what the impact our lives have. You don't understand yet. You don't know the kind of impact you can have. I was sharing with a couple, and they were sharing with me that through one of the members of this church, you know, they, were, they came in as refugees, and through one of the members of this church, they, they saw the way God moved in that family's life, and they are connected to the person. And the person encouraged them, and as refugees, they bought their house. Now, what amazed me in the story was not even that they got their first house as refugees. Was the fact that they quickly spoke to other communities. where they were living before, they had like an, in an apartment building. There were a lot of refugees there. They told me that, Pastor, do you know that as, as reason, by reason of what God did in our lives, we were able to share to them, a lot of them bought houses. Through a family. A family here that helped someone they knew that person reached out. God bless them. They now reach out to the other community to help people. See, as God lifts you up, he expects you to help others. For some of us, the help we can render is just advice. For some of us, the help we can render is lay your hands and people will recover. For some of us, the help you can render is, okay, let me just take a look at your CV and just assist you. For some of us, the help you can is actually putting your hands in your pocket and helping somebody. Channel. Channel. You will be a channel in the name of Jesus. Yeah. You know, the, the, when the Bible says it's more blessed to give than to receive. Do you know the meaning of that? Which one do you prefer? How many of us like receiving? Let me see your hands up. Don't lie. I mean, do be truthful. How many of us like giving? Which one do you prefer, giving or receiving? Say the truth. I mean, the people that prefer giving. Let me see your hand. Don't be, don't lie. The people that prefer receiving. Let me see your hand up. Ah, uh, uh, you can. Okay, you prefer receiving. I <laughs> uh, said the truth. I love that. I love that. God bless you guys for je- for your je- for being genuine. No receiving. No. Let's... Uh, no, I love am talking. I'm not talking about God here. I'm talking giving to people and receiving from people. Do you know the feeling of, I don't know, how many of you, don't you like the feeling of giving? Like, somebody needs something, the person is struggling, tells you their issues, you pray with the person, and you send the person, and the, the rent for the month. That, I love that. Don't you love that? That you can help people. Somebody wants to buy a house, and they don't have enough down payment, and you give them, and say, go and buy it, whenever you have money, give me back. is that not nice? And the family is thanking God, they are rolling on the floor, because they've got their house. But God used you. Trust me, that's far better, than receiving. I don't want to receive from me. I don't want to receive all. I mean, from people. I want to receive from God alone. But I want to give to people. <laughs> God will help us in Jesus' name. So my thing, <laughs> but you get the point. I want to give. And one of the things that is required is compassion. You need to be compassionate to your brethren. This person is going through a challenge. Let's not judge. I mean, we'll do a teaching on that by God's grace sometime in May or June. I need to teach us the principles, basic principles of, of being Christians. You know, if the, the, the Bible talks about a, a time that, was it Paul that went to preach and someone was sleeping, Was those, and the guy fell down and died. He fell down from the building. In my mind, I just thought of it. I said if he was in the church of today, people would judge that person. They say, you see, that is why you don't sleep in church. See what has happened to him. What did the Bible say, he went and he raised him back up. So what do we do when our brethren fall? irrespective of who the person is, irrespective of their mistakes, they are your brothers, they are your sisters. Be compassionate. Let's stop judging people and saying, you see, I told you, I advised you before, you didn't go good for you. That is not what a child of God does. You can't be an effective channel if you are not compassionate. You know, being compassionate is what drives you to tears when you see a sick person and you lay the hands on them. Trust me, the power of God will pass through you. Trust me. I know what I'm saying. I know what I'm saying. Let's quickly move on. Be compassionate. The Bible says in the book of Colossians 3.12, it says you are always and dearly loved by God. So robe yourselves with virtues of God. Since you have been divinely chosen to be holy, be merciful as you endeavor to understand others and be compassionate, showing kindness towards all. Be gentle and humble. Unoffendable in your patience with others. Be unoffendable. You know what that means? Irrespective of what anybody does to you. So that means all this nonsense to say, I'm sorry to say, that I want to love the person from afar, from afar. Go look at God. I mean, go learn. I'm going to do a teaching on love. Love is not normal. The love that God is saying we should have is not emotional. You cannot have it emotionally. It's a choice. God is saying, so God is not saying get offended and forgive. He's saying be unoffendable. I mean, there's a lot to learn. Christianity. You know, that's why when Jesus went to his disciples and they didn't want to allow him into the town. And they said, let's call down fire like Elias. Let's call that fire like Elijah. What did Jesus say? He said, don't you know what manner of spirit you are? Jesus is a man of peace. He's a man of love. The only people Jesus had issues with is the Pharisees, hypocrites. And if you are not careful, we can become like the Pharisees. Go learn about Jesus. That's why the Bible is centered on love. He said these three things will last forever faith, hope, and love. But what's the greatest? Love. He said, What's the conclusion of this? God is love. You can't be an effective channel if you are not compassionate. So from today, I want to encourage us let's stop judging. All the people you have judged, go and call them back and help them. We judge people for their sins, we judge people for their mistakes, sometimes we even judge people for their successes. God will help us in the name of Jesus. Yeah. The fourth thing, be humble. Let me tell you why. Listen to me why I'm saying be humble. God is going to walk through you and change people's lives. And people will come to you, your light. People will run to your light in the name of Jesus. Yeah. Gentiles will run to your light. Yeah. Listen. Always realize that it is God. It is in you. Yeah. I can't forget when I was, I think I was, I was just 21 at it. Was I 21? Yes. I was 21 or 22 at the time in the UK. I was a young guy, just finished university, trying to get myself together, doing jobs. The, the church I was attending, the pastor, I think his visa expired, so they had to send me back to Nigeria. I've never been a pastor. And they said, oh, hey, this is, can you just be the pastor of the church? I said, you think because somebody's pastor is a pastor, you ask calling. I was 40, they said, please, I, I, we don't want you to be the pastor. I said, I've never been a pastor. I don't know what it means to be a pastor. I went to pray, and I felt God saying, don't worry, I will help you. I said, "Go, but you know my life, I'm busy. I don't have time. I can't. What will I do? I'm going to say, don't worry, I will help you. And guess what? <laughs> I mean, so what I'm trying to tell you in this is just to let you know that it does not matter your experience. It doesn't matter whether you're a worker, you're a believer, whatever. All you need to do is be a believer. God can walk through you. So my work with God then was not anything fantastic. Just, I'm putting it out there so you understand. Like I'll come from work. In fact, I'll come from what then, back then at 7 o'clock in the morning. I used to work Saturday overnight, 7.30. The journey to the church was about 1 hour, 30 minutes. I'll take a little nap. On the way to church, when I'll prepare the message, I'll say, this Spirit, I don't know what to preach. You help me. Everything will say, okay, I'll give you what to teach and I'll teach you. And I'll stand on the pulpit and I'll preach for an hour with just a scripture. And I wouldn't know what I said. Like the Spirit of God is just speaking. So one of those days, I was ministering. And at the end, I said, let's rise up to pray. And while we were praying, I heard God say to me, says, that tell everyone to ask what they want. And I will do it, whatever it is. I'm like, really? I should just, what do I do after that? Just, you, that's your part. and share the grace and go. So I said, everyone here, yeah? God is saying, ask whatever you want. I was, uh, I myself, I was saying it. At the time, I was saying, I didn't want what I wanted because I didn't really. Ask whatever you want. God will do it. And this old woman, about 70 something years old, I, she had an eye nice surgery on Wednesday. And she said, she doesn't want you. Do I want God to give her new eyes. And she came back next Sunday to church. We're just in church, testimony time. And this woman jumped up, crying, shouting. He said, She went to the doctor on the Wednesday. He said, "What did you, where did you go and do the surgery? She said, She didn't do any surgery. He said, You have brand new eyes. That woman fed me. Every Saturday, she used to bring food to my place. <laughs> you know, the are of sometimes of being used by God. I didn't deny I said, oh, my mommy, God bless you. <laughs> because we were hungry. So she would bring a goosey, different food. Every week. That changed. The life changed so much that she said, God, she this is her first miracle that she has ever seen in her life. So what I'm telling you today is, you are a channel. God can use you. I can narrate so many stories of when, before I became, you know, even a worker, what God has done, it's just been yielding to God. It is not your part to know how it will happen. Your friend says, oh, I'm going through this challenge. Tell them about Jesus. Pray for them. For some of them, they will tell you they don't want to hear. You can tell them that, you know what, if I pray for you and it works, you now come and hear about Jesus? Try that. God will help us in the name of Jesus. Yeah. Number five, be dead to the flesh. The flesh is what makes it difficult for us to do these things. We are still struggling with uh, what will people say? What if I pray and it doesn't matter? Answer. And some joke me said one time, he said, you want, to, you want to pray for someone and the person died faster. <laughs> 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 and, and he said, he need to pray this person to die. Now what kind of thing is this? I go say that I, I had my plans for this person. It's not your job. So someone is about to die, you go and pray, the person now dies immediately. <laughs> it doesn't matter. It is to God's glory. Should that stop you from continuing to pray? Does that mean you don't carry power? Not necessarily. Not at all. You are a channel. And guess what happens? A lot of people see what God wants to do is that God wants to cause a lot to happen in our life. A lot of goodness, a lot of things that the world will see and come and ask you, what is your secret? Listen. Listen to me. You will have friends that come to ask you, what is your secret? That is a good time to preach the gospel of Christ. That is a good time to preach On the computer, okay. That's a good time to preach the gospel of Christ. For some of us, even if you can't preach, just send them my way. I'll I'll help you. I remember a young it's Yudi. Yeah? Yudi. He had his friends that saw the change of God in the devil, he said, Yudie, how did you do what happened? You said it's God, it's Jesus. That you know I don't even know how to preach you, but go and meet my pastor. The friend came, he gave his life to Christ. He brought his family the next two weeks. She gave her life to Christ. Your life can attract people to God. When your friends know that you've been jobless, like everything has, all of you are jobless together. <laughs> jobless, what's our group? jobless group. By the time God lifts you out of the jobless group. And they're like, how did you do it? Because the way God lifts out the jobless group, we will not give you the kind of ordinary job that people we will give you something beyond that to show that it is only God that could have done it. So they're like, bro, how? It's Jesus. It's Jesus. They'll say, come on, come on, what did you do now? i said, say, my brother, Jesus. I mean, this. we've been doing this. It is Jesus. Show people to Christ through your life. Show people to Christ through your life. I pray God will help us in the name of Jesus. The scripture for that, go find time to read it. It's Galatians 5, 24 to 25. We don't have time again, so I'm really speeding through. The final one is realize that you are, a, you are blessed to be a blessing. Say after me, I am blessed, I am blessed. To, be to be a blessing. Do you understand that statement? I'm not saying you are privileged to be a blessing, no. That's not the meaning of what I'm saying. I mean, God, God is blessing you so that you can be a blessing. So say after me, I am blessed, I am blessed to be a blessing. Be a blessing. I, am I am blessed to be a blessing. I want to encourage you this week, please confess it to yourself. I am blessed to be a blessing. By the grace of God, through people here, God will raise giants in this city of Canada. Through people here, God will give jobs to others. You will get to the position where you can write references for people. And you can say, you know what, well, you need a job. Do you know how wonderful that will be? But you guys, you know, God did it for us at the time and God is still doing it. Remember when people wanted jobs and PWC was the place at the time. If you want a job, can you do accounting? You don't know, don't worry. We'll still get you a job there. They will write a reference and you enter PwC. Remember, God is taking us to more companies. In the name of Jesus. At a point, we'll be writing a letter for the city of London. So just go there. Go to the mayor's office. You'll get a job. Some things don't even require too much of prayer. Some things... but it, eh? I'm not saying you should... Be. What I'm saying is, there are things that God can use you to be an answer to people's prayers. There are situations that God can use you. So when people come to you, I want to encourage you, ask God, God, am I the answer or is there another way I need to show them? A lot of time, God wants to use you to help the other person. And I pray in the name of Jesus from today, will be effective channels. The Bible says in the book of Genesis chapter 12 verse 3, it says, I will bless those who bless you and cause those who treat you with contempt. All the families of the earth will be blessed through you. This was God's covenant with Abraham. And that is what we are under. Do you know that? We under the Abrahamic Covenant. You will be a blessing to the earth. Amen. Stop looking for what you take from the government of Canada. Look for what you will give to the government of Canada. My prayer have been prayed. God. I say, God, I want to get to the point where I can pay ten million a year as my taxes. Amen. Amen. I want to pay taxes. Amen. I want to. Build, I want to do foundation. I want to build schools for. I want to build shelters for the homeless. You know, stop thinking beyond taking. You know, a lot of time our culture has been learned to grab because of hardship. Mm-hmm. <laughs> is it true we are used to grab? The same when I said Do you like receiving or giving. Everybody already it. Doesn't mean it's nice, but at a point, trust me, God will lift you to the point where receiving doesn't mean anything again. Amen. You want to just be a blessing. Amen. People say, "Well, my child cannot go to school. How much Amen. is it?" I will send it to you. Amen. Do you know what the early church was? Amen. They said people brought their lands, they sold it, and none lacked in the church. None will lack in this church. Amen. In the name of Jesus. Amen. Someone comes in here and says, oh, Pastor, I've been looking for a job. I will say, go and meet UD. Go and meet Saeed. Go and meet Pastor Ann. Go and meet everybody. Mm-hmm. Someone will give you. What's your field? This one. Okay, go and meet Pastor Kwe. He will sort you out. What's your field? I can't, go and meet Pastor Demola. Mm-hmm. Officer or this. Hallelujah. They will now yeah. be struggling to give you a fire. Mm-hmm. Like, they will say, come and work, in my car. That is what it will be. Amen. We are called to be blessed. You need to understand it. We are called to be blessings to the nations. I pray that even as you go minister and help the homeless, as you are preaching the gospel to them, we are giving them a gift card. Amen. As you are preaching the gospel to them, we are taking them into quality suits or one of these hotels and you are giving them accommodation. Amen. How will you do that if you are not even okay? Amen. This mega, mediocrity, basic lifestyle, God will take us beyond it. In the name of Jesus. It will come to the point where we can build schools. It will come to the point where we can help people. It will come to the point where we can draw people to God. Through different avenues, through different outreaches. In the name of Jesus. So it shall be. In Jesus name. Let your body head and begin to talk to God. I wanted to say right now. You say, I am blessed to be a blessing. As from today, I commit to be a channel of blessings to others. I will be a channel of blessings to others. In the name of Jesus, I will be a channel of blessing to other people. I am blessed to be blessed. I am blessed to be a blessing. I am no longer about myself alone and my family. I am going to reach out to other people. I am going to reach out to communities. I am going to reach out to friends that need help. I am going to reach preach the gospel of Christ to other people. I am going to heal people. God is going to heal people through me. In the name of Jesus, lives that, that are hopeless, God will give them and restore their hope through me in the name of jesus i will not be where i used to be i will become a better giver thank you everlasting father in jesus mighty name we have prayed our father and our god we thank you Lord. thank you for what you are said to do to your children but i pray that you give them the grace to hear as they ought to hear that even every time you choose to use them as channels, help them to realize it and act according to your leading. In the name of Jesus. As a people, Lord, we want to be a blessing to our community. We want to be a blessing to this province. We want to be a blessing to this land of Canada. We want to be a blessing to this world. So it shall be. In the name of Jesus. Life will be changed through us. The sick will be healed through us. The hopeless will receive hope through this ministry, through our lives. In the name of Jesus, the broken hearted will be restored. They will, be, they will receive their joy back through our lives. In the name of Jesus, thank you everlasting Father. In Jesus' mighty name we are prayed.